Hey, what's up? It's your girl Jazz, and I just want to tell my listeners um, that in this episode, me and my guest Nino really get deep um, with the topic of lust and sex, and we talk about a lot. And I just want to just encourage everyone to, you know, get tested for, you know, STDs, STIs, pregnancy tests, all the above. Um, in no way, shape, or form are me or um, the guests, you know, encouraging people to have unprotected sex or just a whole bunch of partners and stuff like that. No, no, no. So we just want to just throw that out there. I just want to just say that before you start this episode... Um, as you know, we don't avoid subjects on here and I talk about things that people are afraid to talk about that may think it's too, you know, nasty or too much to talk about. No, 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 no. In order to heal, in order for this world to heal, in order for my listeners to heal, in order for people to learn, we're going to have to talk about some things, y'all, that may be difficult and hard to hear. Um, but I hope you enjoy this episode and let's get right into it. Um, like I said, a really touchy subject, but I encourage everyone to, you know, if you're battling with any addiction or anything in general, whatever you're going through, you know, I encourage you to, number one, go into prayer. Number two, really seek counseling. And number three, really heal and forgive yourself. All right, y'all, let's get into it. Hey, what's up? It's your girl, Jazz, the host of Urban Therapy. Um, welcome to Urban Therapy to my new listeners, to my returning listeners. Welcome back. Um, today, I have a very special guest, Nino. What's good, y'all? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? <laughs> so he doesn't know what the topic is yet, y'all. So we're just going off the dome, and I hope that y'all can learn something from this episode, and that it touches somebody, and yeah, get the help that you need. So, the title of this episode is called Bump and Grind. I don't see nothing wrong. <laughs> so, it's called Bump and Grind. Right. And what this episode is going to be about is the effects and reality of pornography. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. So, my first question for you, Vince, is can you tell if your partner has watched a lot of porn? Yes. Um, the biggest, well, it depends on them and their behaviors, but the biggest thing, uh, when it comes to, uh, your partner and whether or not they watch porn is that when it comes, look at their sexual habits and, um, and hopefully they're being truthful, truthful for you. Cause I've learned over my years that there's a lot of women who aren't truthful from the beginning of what their sexual wants and needs are. Mm. And, um, and, and. And at the same time, there's a lot of guys who are a little bit too vocal about what their sexual wants and needs are, so it kind of creates an uncomfortable barrier. Mm. But uh, what I've seen is, is that when your partner, what they want from you is over-dramatized, over-sexualized, mm. yes. or like, <laughs> um, it, 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 it's a high-performance type of scenario, more than likely they, they're a hypersexual person or someone who does like to engage in porn. Vince, please tell the people. Pornography, y'all. <laughs> There's a lot that goes into a porn scene. There really is. So me is. and Vince, we be doing like research on stuff and reading up stuff. Like we not about to just go off of somebody's word and what we see or whatever. Like we gonna we gonna look up stuff. Like you know, like right. research stuff. And 
if y'all don't know this, what porn scene, no matter what company, I mean, everything's different. You know, you could record porn on your phone and post it. That's pornography. But right. like an actual, like, number one is adult acting, right? So if you see a girl, like, for example, I'm going to give you an example, right? If you see a girl or whatever, you watch a porn, it's a girl or whatever, right? And maybe like it's a squirting scene, right? Nine times out of ten, that cameraman is going to push the pause button, inject some kind of liquid or whatever in her, and then when he press play, she's going to push out. Like, it's acting. Some of that stuff is not real, yeah, y'all. Some of that stuff is not real. And I think what it does is that it gives people unrealistic expectations in the bedroom. That is that is a great way of putting it. Um, if, you, uh, if you ever noticed or whatever, like... There's a lot of pornos that go with like these super humongous like monster dicks or whatever mm-hmm. um, with these small women or for whoever the women are. Mm. A lot of a lot of those women outside of those scenes that they do will actually tell you they don't like dicks that big. Mm, really? That's a, that's 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 actually it. Yeah, I've actually seen like what's it called? Um, just like scrolling through uh, Instagram mm-hmm. and Twitter, like you got people who, like. They got their porn stuff, but like they're also like they got their regular shit. They got regular personalities, kind of mm-hmm. like kind of like how most of y'all were like clinging to Cardi B. Like she had her stripper life and mm-hmm. her artist life, but her personality is what a lot of people cling to. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, you got you got uh, women in there who uh, either because of the sex, it's become so regular that that's all that they're used to mm-hmm. and that's why that they at their preference or they've gone through it so much they realize it's uncomfortable it's not natural for them anymore like it's, that's, mm. it doesn't work for them so like they'll go back and realize like yeah she makes she makes what two to five bands a scene mm-hmm. and get like 13 inches in her but the reality of the situation is and some a lot of these porn stars are have a relationship or married. Yeah, that's true. The reality of the situation is is that uh, the, her man at home is probably might not even be like the same size. And I've that, also, uh, I didn't mean to cut you up, but I also like watched like, you know, in, uh, interviews with uh, Vlad TV. Yeah. And he was interviewing. Yeah, um, porn stars on there. Yeah, yeah he, he was yeah. interviewing Pinky and Pinky was like, um, the way she has sex with her man is totally different. Right. Than when she's shooting these scenes. Like, it's dramatic. They're po- like, like right. they they be it's adult acting y'all and a lot of those porn scenes before they click record button it's a lot of prepping too right like they numb their throats that's a thing too that's a thing that's a thing like yeah. masturbating to get them wet like a nigga just ain't a guy just ain't just going like straight up and like it's prep right and I think that so just being open arts and transparent I know that for me personally like you know like from like not necessarily porn but. Like, if explicit, like, scenes on movies or, you know, music videos, whatever. Anything with some kind of explicitity or sexual stuff or whatever. It had me thinking, it had me with unrealistic expectations. Mm-hmm. It did. I will say that. Because I'm going to be real, and this is going on kind of like with the next, kind of with the segue into the next topic. A lot of people be capping. Mm-hmm. People be bragging, saying this, this, and that, and it ain't... That's a that's a lot of girls out here talk about they the throat goat but don't even suck dick on the regular or like sucking dick. And sure. I blame porn on that, Vince. Yeah, no, like it, it's it's really a thing. Well, I I feel like I feel like it's it's a there's a two way street. There's mm-hmm. porn for some people gives them uh 
a sense of comfort to explore their sexuality and mm-hmm. other for others um it depending on how they're brought up um they they fight with themselves on it because oh this is taboo or this is this 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 and that mm-hmm. uh you got those who are like especially in this day and age we're in body positivity mm-hmm. uh sexual po- sexual positivity sexual freedom type of uh error and like you got a lot of people who like you know they just don't give a fuck about excuse my language but mm-hmm. they don't just really care about like you know how they express themselves sexually or what they do but i noticed for me when I was younger, and mm-hmm. I was like, I, I got like slipped into porn like when I was uh, when I was like real young, and, mm-hmm. I, and I and realizing over time is that it did um, mess me up, mm-hmm. like on the real, whether or not you realize it or not. Like, there's a lot of things we do to ourselves as children that traumatize us, that mm. sets us a certain way. That we don't real. even realize it's trauma mm-hmm. until way later in our life. But I realized it wasn't until like my like my cousin. Uh, was showing me how to like bypass proxy on school computers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's the first time I've ever seen porn because he showed me porn on wow. on that time. So and then what start if I if I saw it anywhere, mm-hmm. like it was just like oh okay cool. But when I people saw, be passing around phones on the bus. I right. think that's how I saw, someone had it on like their phone on a bus like <laughs> while we ride the bus or something. Right, right. Yeah. I remember. And they're like, look at this. They ain't gonna tell you what it is. And you're like, what? Yeah, like, yeah. They just be like, the people literally do that. Like, ah, look at that. And they think it's funny. And they had, what was that, HBO? Yeah, HBO. Look, everybody. Look, it, every, was, it was like, access I that. to Thir- everyone. Thursday That nights. might have been the first time. I don't know. Like Katie Morgan, that's her name. Sex 101. I remember that. I don't know why. No, t- the TV guy. Cause the I, TV guy. Because the TV guy. God, yeah. yeah. It was just... It would just be there, like easy a lot of, access. So, like, I I remember, like, when I was like first starting to like get like those type of sexual relationships with mm-hmm. women, or like just, or even earlier uh, when I was started to talk sexual mm-hmm. with uh, with girls and stuff like that. I remember uh, we would like I would be sexting or like just creating stories with this one girl. Mm-hmm. I remember I said I remember this was like probably when I was like I was young, mm-hmm. well, I was like fourteen, yeah, whatever. But I remember I said something like. Uh, uh, real, real exaggerated, like pulling out, busting on her face or whatever type of shit, and, mm-hmm. and she didn't really like that, and I didn't recognize mm. that. You know what I'm saying? At that point in time, like, I was like, "Oh, you didn't like it?" Like, you know, from what I saw or what I was used to seeing, because all I saw at that time, there was a rest of a young age. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really completely sexually active yet. I'm just getting into this world of sex. Mm. So like. Um, I thought like all girls like that because they look so happy inside the videos. You know what I'm saying? That's not that's the mindset. That that I, is, yeah. That's the mindset that it was when I was younger. And then like as I grew older, I realized like my appetite for certain things was like also a lot bigger because the the I'm a very visual um person and I also like I am somebody who likes to get into the feel of things. So mm-hmm. like when it comes to me, like I remember when I was younger, like that. Hardcore, rough, pull hair, throw around, mm-hmm. all that extra stuff. Like I'm, I was deep into that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like and there, and I, and I'm not, and I'm not ashamed to say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, this urban therapy, when, when honey, comes, we real raw. When it, comes to, <laughs> when it comes to me and like my my girl, like at times, yeah, I want to make her feel like a slut, but like mm-hmm. that's, but that's just uh, that, but that's, but that's part of what I want out of. Like, you know, our interaction in that time. So, over mm-hmm. time, I, I realized that, like, even though I want all that, like, hypersexual stuff, mm-hmm. I want the sensual and the... Uh, the intimacy. The intimacy. Because, yes. like, cause at the end of the day, like, you know what I'm saying? I, if you're just going 
like like a jackrabbit jackhammer. It's just an exercise at that point. Mm. You just you just you know it's it's like this. It's like this when you um when you watch porn, right? Consider it like the same thing as you watching the NBA. These guys train all year. Mm. They get their bodies right to keep themselves healthy to perform on a big stage in front of all these people. Like they have to be on a top game in order to win that game or in order to make the fans happy. So it's the same thing with Dang, uh, Vince, that's deep. It's the same thing inside a sex world. Like a lot of these people, they're keeping their body at like top tier shape. They're taking whatever vitamins and whatever. And they're they constantly do. getting tested too, y'all. Because in order for you to shoot the scene, most companies yeah. you have to have a twenty-four hour test, like right. a, yeah, of you got, all the STDs, STIs. You, you, you got to. Like, there's so much that goes into a porn scene, right? And then, like, the thing is, that they don't talk about. The thing is, for to to make a lot of those like five to twenty minute clips that y'all be that y'all might like, you know, link into. A lot of these people here are there for like hours mm-hmm. doing some of the same positions. Getting different angles, all that stuff. Sometimes the stroke be uncomfortable, but because it looks the best for the camera, that's what they end up doing. So, so basketball, like I said, back to back to watching it, like basketball, NBA. When it comes to things being more personal, you're not in the NBA. You're not a porn star. You're not in the NBA. When you go to the park and you play ball, you take your time with the game. You enjoy mm. it. You have fun. It's more. It's more recreational. At the end of the day, when it's recreational versus business, you have a lot more fun with the recreational. So don't mix your recreational activities and actions to um no don't misinterpret me- recreational activities and actions mm-hmm. with business expectations. Mm. Because the fact of the matter is, is that this girl ain't you. This girl ain't getting paid to like, <laughs> to be like on like uh what's it called uh what's what's my boy's favorite girl it's Misty Stone mm-hmm. level. You know what I'm saying. Or like, you know what I'm saying? Like she got ass, but she can't make it move like Cherokee. Like mm-hmm. it ain't it ain't meant to be like on that level. Like you gotta learn to understand your partner, understand what can what enjoyment y'all can get out of each other. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if y'all don't do that, nobody's gonna be satisfied, nobody's gonna be happy. That's real. And I think that I can always tell for me, um, if a guy, you know, watched a lot of porn, it just I guess it's one of them things like where a guy doesn't know how to be intimate, like Kind of going off of having sex and making love. Those are two different things. Right. I mean, like... And I feel like that if you... And let me ask you this, Vincent. What's up? If you... A person that has made love before, right? Like, done it right. Like, actually made love before. I feel like when you make love, actually, sex is just different. Like, you don't even view sex the same, if that makes sense. Nah, because, You like, don't. Nah, because, like... It's a whole nother standard, so it's just like... You know what I mean? You get what I'm trying to say? So, like... I, I say like this. All right, those those of y'all who have a craft or a talent that like y'all really like mm-hmm. and like y'all really get into, when y'all get into that craft of y'all talent and y'all in that moment and that feel, it becomes more than just like an act or performance that you're doing. Mm-hmm. It, you get it gets a little bit more spiritual. You're in the vibe, you're in mm-hmm. the moment, everything feels right. So like when if you do if you're all in that moment and you making love like you can still do all that like yeah. wild stuff yes. but like the thing is is that you actually put in like you know your energy into it like if you're not putting your real energy into it and you just like all right focus on man I I better not nut I can't nut yet and you can and tell if a listen you can tell right. if a dude you, is you, you, can, you t- can tell you can tell like you tell like, our lady viewers like how can you tell from a guy's point of view all right so a guy if he's like all right, so there's a few things. You can mm-hmm. watch his breathing. 
I know me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, this this is a technique. This mm-hmm. is also for the fellas, guys. If you're not trying to nut too early, you need to do full like breathing. Full breathing, like when you like um, whenever you exercise, you inhale through your um, nose and out through your mouth, mm-hmm. like full circular breathing, mm-hmm. like meditation type breathing while you're having sex will actually help you control your your stimulation. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 besides the point. But mm-hmm. if he's like if he's like, ooh, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? He's like, oh, he's trying to hold it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, if, 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 if your guy is like, you know, switching up how he's stroking, slowing down a little bit, um, or, uh, like if he's like pulling out the shake off, like it's, those are all ways to like, you know, kind of like hold yourself back from like letting go and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So like. Those are those are uh, those type of situations. Sometimes there's some there's sometimes where uh, in in some situations where you're not even like really thinking about like anything else. You're trying to put your mind off on other things so that you know you can like you know reduce mm-hmm. how much you're being stimulated. Mm-hmm. So like like it's it's a it's a it's a lot of things. But the one thing I would say to guys is that when you let go of that notion. Uh, you trying not to nut mm-hmm. too early, too fast, all that other stuff, and you get into the feeling, the actual feeling that your mu- that your muscles and mm-hmm. that your body learns to get uh, acquainted with mm-hmm. is what helps you build your endurance, what helps you like actually last longer. Because if you too, if you, it's like this, you run away from the feeling, you ain't gonna never know how it feels, and if you mm. never really know how it feels. How the hell are you supposed to get better and get used to it? That's true. You know what I'm saying? And I will say this um, kind of moving forward to. Number one, y'all, I do not believe in the whole entire whole phase. And I'll get to that. Because my whole thing is that I want people what I want people to take away from this podcast. I don't know if it's going to agree with me or not. But this podcast episode is that sex is more than just sex, y'all. Regardless of what society tries to tell y'all, like... STDs, STI, that's real. Pregnancy is real. Soul ties are real. Right. So, you know, just really, like, take care of your body. And in my opinion, if you're going to have sex, like, have sex with someone who doesn't just treat you like a piece of meat. Like, that intimacy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that you actually love. Try to wait till marriage. I have to throw that disclaimer out there. But anyways, but just really, like... That that whole phase thing is so played out because you have your whole phase. You walk around here with all sorts of stuff, man, that you can't get rid of. You oh. walk around with all these soul ties. Now you now you twenty six, looking like you forty six. Because what people don't tell you, all them soul ties carries like a weight on you. You could t- like, listen, man. Ladies, let me let me tap in on that. So, all right. So the one is definitely um, true. All right. The biggest thing we I'm gonna go ahead and shut down right now. Is like, and I understand uh, whether or not if you are um, a feminist, pro women, or <laughs> all that other stuff. I'm, I'm just saying. Let yes, them know, Vince. Let yes, them know. women, your body count matters. It does matter. And the, re- and the reality of the situation yes. is, the reality of the situation is, is because how men grow up, how men grow up, we get clowned by both men and women if we mm. are not like somewhat sexually proficient. Mm. But we're not like in the fact of the matter is most women go after the same guys. They say all guys are the same. No. No about about, about like about majority of the women are going after 10 to 20% of guys. Mm. Because y'all have standards that only reach 10 to 20% of guys. Ooh, bitch, you dropping gems. 
that that's the reality of the situation. So the reason why uh, it's like that's like our on our our, our end is weighted differently. We get celebrated. That's not don't you can't say it's a patriarchy. Mm-hmm. You can't say it's really it, it, it is society because it includes all of us. Mm-hmm. But that's both men and women who down a man who is not sexually proficient or mm. who are not who is not out here actually you know getting women. Now when it comes to women. Women have always been prized for them being able to say no or them holding out for that man that they do end up about that they do end up marrying. Now you can say that's traditionalist, it's just part of society. Like mm-hmm. if you if you look at this, a lot of y'all women that want to call yourselves queens, want to call yourselves royalty, a queen can't be tainted. Ooh. A queen gotta be the most pure purest thing in the kingdom because she sets the standards for other women. Come on, so like in the reality of the situation is that like you can't call yourself that if you're not holding yourself to that type of standard. Now, if you like this is this is my thing with it. If you're a girl who really does not let no man, you know, touch her and has good discernment mm-hmm. and all that stuff, that's one thing. But don't be a girl who doesn't let certain niggas around her or engage with her just because you feel like you're holding out for what's your idea mm. of uh either your type of nigga or the ideal guy is mm-hmm. because a lot of those times those uh what's your idea of an ideal guy especially in this generation <laughs> whereas we have not just ge- this generation and the last generation a little bit of generation before us a lot of men absent from the families y'all don't a lot of y'all women out here don't even know what a real man looks like oh that's so, oh that's a whole nother podcast that's, that's, a whole, that's a whole nother they don't whole, they don't but like the fact of the matter is is that without having a strong male figure in your lives like then you can say it's whatever, but it's proven down in psychology. It's proven down in science. Is that like the behavior that mm-hmm. comes out in your later life is a result of your childhood? So yeah. you not having that right role model or figure of a father figure can lead into you making the wrong decisions mm-hmm. of what guy you choose to sleep with. And the fact of the matter is, is that every guy that you choose to sleep with. Un- especially if it's unprotected mm-hmm. imprints you that means you absorb a piece of their dna yes which means you then take in whatever makes them tick so if they don't want to talk about that vince they don't want to talk about that so if you feel like you better that's because you 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 mess with the wrong guys like a, mm. a lot a lot of, a lot of those times if you really better because the reality of the situation is i could say this any woman that has been with a guy that has treated them right or if if i have been with uh, this girl and like or whatever mm-hmm. even if we fall out weird and whatever stuff they mm-hmm. can at least say that the time that they that they had with me like I at least like you know mm-hmm. I was I was like that you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying so like at, that's what I that's what I try to go go by because at the end of the day if and this is the other thing men when it comes to who you choose to uh sleep with mm-hmm. whatever you gotta remember you gotta remember that uh the woman that you decide to take along your side in the long run, um, she also has to be worth it. Mm. Yes. Uh, That's real. Yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got like all these bomb, beautiful, you know, badass women and all that stuff. They look like that. But sometimes it would, it would make things better on us. If we chose not to sleep with this one and that, yes, mm-hmm. yes, like yes, like our body count does add to like you know our our rank, our rep. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, oh, yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, if you if 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 that didn't if that was not true, 
or whatever, if you if that was not true, then y'all favorite song by DMX, where he name, names about twenty four different women mm. or whatever, would not be a popular song and still play to this day. Preach, Vince. Y'all gotta think about that. That's real. If if men and and like it, and like I said, it's not a patriarchal thing. It's because the thing is, is that a lot of women subconsciously go after those things that other women want. Right. That's and, real. And that and that's just what it is. I do want to end on this note though. Um, before we cut it close, <laughs> close. Um, I think that it is, imp- and this is why I'm not no um, advocate for having a whole bunch of partners because no. Anyways, but. I feel like that when you're having sex, that you should know your partner and know their history. I'm not saying know their body count. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, on a serious note, like, know if your partner has been, I won't say victim, but an overcomer of rape, being molested, Mm -hmm. sexually assaulted, like, or maybe, like, in their past relationship, but they were just used as a toy. Like, I know, y'all know I keep it real on this show. My personal experience, my last, like, Official ex, me and Dame, um, for a little minute, and I know that things that I experienced in our relationship that was not healthy, mentally, all the above. Um, I know, I noticed that when I started dating a, a new guy, um, I carried that into it. For mm-hmm. example, and, and I was, and I was very. That's nothing. Y'all have to be open with your partner too. Like you got, you gotta let them know. So like, I was open with with the guy um, I was dating, the new guy I was dating, or whatever. And it was like he, and Vince, you could tell me a little bit about this from your standpoint on this. Right. It was like he felt uncomfortable. He not uncomfortable. Like he didn't want to trigger me, right. or he didn't want to, you know what I mean? Like maybe touch me the wrong way because it may, you know. Bring back up past stuff, which it, it kind of did. But anyway, my whole thing is you have to be open and honest with your partner. And on the other end, other spectrum, y'all have to receive and understand where your partner is coming from. Your partner may can't be a freaking bad because they've dealt with some trauma stuff. So you may have to work with them a little bit. You know what I mean? But y'all have to realize, you know, is that person worth it? They should be. But anyways, but, you know, you got to really know your partner's past. Right. And be able to... To be open and honest and to receive that, have understanding. What do you think, Vince, before we end about uh, that? Uh, that is definitely true. I think, um, well, it's not really I think. I know from my experiences that you also have to have the discernment within yourself mm-hmm. to decide if you're willing to be that whatever your partner needs. Mm. Because the fact, cause I, I, I have dealt with women um, who have had anxiety or depression. Mm-hmm. And like those episodes is not fun. It's you not. You know what I'm saying? And like the thing is, it, it puts more work into you as yourself. Like I realized like one of my most, uh, not the relationship I'm in now, but the mm-hmm. relationship before. It was one of my longest relationships I've been in. And the reality out of that situation was that I realized that a good two, two years of the relationship mm-hmm. two to three years going into like the latter part was uh my partner still getting over the trauma that she was um going through for that the trauma that she had received from her last relationship mm-hmm. and like in that and that in that character aspect as the person who's on the other end you may feel you've wasted time mm-hmm. you may feel that you're putting all these efforts to someone who is either taking their time to change, but you can't force nobody you can't. To, get, to get through their period. So 
Like the reality of the situation is you got to make that discernment within yourself mm -hmm. if you're going to choose to be with somebody who has that type of type of baggage. Mm -hmm. Like, because one thing that uh, a lot of us don't like to talk about is that, especially in black communities, that we all have trauma. Yes. And trauma attracts trauma. There's a real thing called trauma bonds. You can become in a relationship with somebody that you think you love because y'all both went through something similar that tra traumatized you. That's real. But the reality of the situation, that's the only thing that's holding y'all together. Oh, Vince. So, Jim. Yeah, so, but like, that's it. So, just be smart, people. When yeah. You, when you out, when you're doing things, when you got going on, if you're trying to go in and like, you know, if you're doing, if you're trying to go in and get, get your bump and grind on recreationally, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At the same time, also be mindful of who you choose to lay down with. Cause mm. at the end of the day is that, um, shoot. Yeah. Real, real thing. Lay down with dogs. You can get up with Please. That's and real. I, and that and, and that's not talking about STIs. That's not talking about anything. But that can come with baggage. Yes. That can come with an ex-boyfriend. That can come with a baby mama. That uh, can come whoo. with like so much other things. And the fact that matters is, is the reality of the situation is, is you, you have to weigh, is this night of fun? Or is this me engaging with this person worth derailing me from my own focus? And... There you go. That's a question for yourself. I can't answer that for you. No. But I can't either. But that's a question for yourself. Yeah. And I just want to make a disclaimer. Me and Vince aren't out here telling y'all to go sleep with every Tom, Dick, and Harry. That's not <laughs> what we're saying. We're just saying, you know, just really have discernment and be mindful and just, like, really, like, take care of your body. You know what I mean? And, yeah. I say y'all wait till marriage, but who am I? I'm Anyways, Vince, let's <laughs> say nothing, but, um... But yeah, y'all, I hope that whoever's listening to this, I hope that y'all learned something from this. Um, if y'all are addicted to pornography, that is a real thing. Um, you know, really seek some kind of help or counseling or like see what triggers you. You know, like it's all a bunch of the things that go into that. Um, you know, I encourage all my ladies and men to get tested. Um, that's STD, STIs, uh, ladies, pregnancy tests, all the above. Um, and just be real and true to yourself, y'all. But I'm gonna let uh Nino drop um any social media tags so y'all can follow him. Alright, yo, so if you wanna go and follow me um on Snapchat, it's N E N O F R two X. That's Nino for real two times. And on Instagram it's 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 I T S underscore Nino N E N O F R two X. It's Nino for real two times. Okay, and I'll also put it in um like the description and stuff, y'all, for this episode his uh, social media tag but if you haven't already please follow urban therapy podcast on instagram it's at that's urban therapy that's d-a-t-s urban therapy um like the page on facebook um i'm on spotify google Podcasts, and apple Podcasts. but thank y'all so much for tuning in thank you so much vince for coming in no and problem. doing this episode hey look i love it Make yes sure want me back Y'all got me back. I like it. Yes. All right. And y'all know what's up. <laughs> That's right. Don't avoid the subject.